Come back to this group, Ken. Have, I, you, have, I, you, have you no ambitions to form a group yourself? Love to. Love to. With the boys. Yes. Kenny and well, the coaches. No, I mean, I, Kenny and the coaches. <laughs> well, or Doddy and the Diddy Man. <laughs> yeah, well, what about yourself? Would you, would or you, Ringo and the layabouts. <laughs> would you not form one yourself, Ken? Yes, I'd like to, yes, because uh, the only thing is I'd have to the change my name, you see. I'd have to have a name like Cliff or Rock, something earthy. Well, I don't know, eh? Oh, Cliff Dodd. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's invite suggestions for an earthy name for me. Yeah, well, what about that fellow? Uh, uh, hey? Sod. Follow that. <laughs> and his group. Any more suggestions now, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I don't think you can follow that. Really. No, no, I don't think you can leave that one alone, I think. Well, what about, that, <laughs> well, what about the boys? I mean, you asked me where I'd like to be a group. What about the lads? You're all... I'd you're... like to be a group, too. You are a group. <laughs> 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 no, wouldn't you like to... You do comedy as well, don't you? I've seen John, you do some... Uh... I just say lines. Uh, yes, you say, say some very good lines. Oh, thank you. That one, the one about the jewel, rattling the jewels, that was very good, though. <laughs> yes, that was it. I've used it since. Not his no, but you do, you do clowning, don't you, yourselves, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Would you in time, like, work gags into your act, and... I don't know, it's hard, Because <coughs> Most of our gags are either made up, and so they either die, or we keep them if they go down, or... Sort of in That jewel thing that we thought of the night before, you know. Well, it certainly we went down well, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, down very well, right? yeah. So you, you yeah, you'd yeah. like to do a bit more comedy? Yeah, but it's so hard, isn't it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I imagine it's easier for four fellows than I think for one. It'll be easier when we get him in the group, though. Oh, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll leave him for up yeah. to him. Well, yeah, I'll be the one with the baggy. Yeah. Well, well, the next thing <laughs> is, are you going to let baggy pants pizza heart of gold? No, that's not <laughs> no, no. Are you going to let him sing if you do take him into the group? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a great voice anyway. Could, because we all do all their numbers. Actually, my granddad, he was sitting up all last night in bed going, Twist and shout! <laughs> Twist and shout! <laughs> he's got water bottle as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. One night before he finished supper, he had two great big boiled onions, smothered in mustard. He was up all night singing, Great Balls of Fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good sport, Miranda. My daughter needs a new phonograph She wore out all the needles Besides, I broke the old one in half I hate the Beatles She says they have a Liverpool beat She says they used to play there Four nice kids from off of the street Why didn't they stay there? What is all the screaming about? Fainting and swooning Sounds to me like their guitars could use a little tuning The boys are from the British Empire The British think they're keen If that is what the British desire God save the Queen No daughter of mine can push me around In my house I'm the master But when the Beatles came into town Gad, what a disaster Little girls in sneakers and jeans Destroyed the territory Twas like some of the gorier scenes From West Side Story 
Of course my daughter had to go there. The tickets are cheap, she hollers. I was able to pick up a pair for $47. When the Beatles come on the stage, they scream and shriek and cheer them. Now I know why they're such a rage. It's impossible to hear them. Ringo is the one with the drum The others all play with him It shows you what a boy can become Without a sense of rhythm There's beetle books and t-shirts and rings And one thing and another To buy my daughter all of these things I had to sell her brother Back in 1776, we fought the British then, folks. Parents of America, it's time to do it again, folks. When they come back, here's how we'll begin. We'll throw them in Boston Harbor. But please, before we toss them all in, let's take them to a barber. Yeah, I've seen this fan letter here. No? Can we please have Bernie Winters singing from me to you? Bernie Winters singing from me to you? It says, What's this? I'll go on, look. What's this, Ringo? I do like Bernie Winters. He's funny. Yeah? <laughs> Could he please sing I Want to Hold Your Hand? No, it must be a gag. Request of Bernie? Somebody What's just... Oh, there's another one, yes. From What's somebody that? asking for Bernie Winters to sing She Loves You. I mean, look at that. Bad Bernie Winters to sing She Loves You? Yeah. Have you got one too, John? Yeah, I've got one too. It says, Dear Bernie, please sing All My Luggage. Well, my luggage, that sounds more like it. He can't spell. Move this away. Yes, it'll be all right. Please, could I hear the golden voice of Bernie Winters singing Till There Was You? Oh. Uh, we're not having all this. What are you messing up? Don't you lift your hands to me, young man. Don't lift your hands. And what have you got to say for yourself? What have I got to say to yourself? Yes. So sharp, I'll smash you right in the face. Oh, you can't. Oh, my Sorry. 
to say how honoured I am to be chosen as the one to open this very lucky star special. Without more ado, <laughs> I open it do open. Oh! Oh, get out of here! Get out of here! Funny chaps, who are they? Well, maybe I'll find out as the show goes on. I do know that right now, to get things underway, we're going to hear William Tell from Sounds Incorporated. Aye, aye! Thank you very much, Freddie. That was the latest one by Freddie and the Dreamers, I understand. It also brings us to the end of the first part of this Lucky Star special. But whatever you do, stay tuned for part two because it's going to be more than exciting. In addition to Spinner Disc, we shall have with us two the fabulous Beatles. Nicky Goff. <laughs> <laughs>
Last week, we promised to send LPs to the senders of the three best questions for the Beatles. We'd like to send the top prize to the sender of this outfit, but in fact, we haven't got a name and address to go with it, which is a pity, because it's a terrific effort. Rank Ringo, could you hold the other end, mate? Thank you. It says Beatles across the top, and then it says John and Paul and George and Ringo, and every card has got a different question on it, which I think is a terrific effort, don't you? However, we have got the name of Jennifer Fortnum of Eggamswood Road, Beaconsfield. Who would like to know? Could you tell me what the Beatles would prefer to do, have a night out with Bridget Bardo or £1,000? Paul? A night out with Bridget Bardo. <laughs> John? £1,000. Ringo? Bridget. George? Both. Both? <laughs> I'm not surprised. You've got the right idea. You could teach these other guys something. Another question. He's older than you. From Celia Johnson of Stanley Avenue, Wembley. Could you ask the Beatles their views on dialectic materialism? <laughs> Paul? What? Ringo? <clears throat> What's that? George? Yes, I enjoy it. You enjoy it. John? Well, I've been thinking about this one. The 19th century political theories, Marx and Hegel, involved a theory that the head-on class conflicting ideological produced a state of temporary equilibrium until threatened by the next stage in political thought. Mm. In my opinion, the ultimate validity still has to be tested. Yeah. Right, that's about all the time for at the moment. This press conference is obviously going to go on with lots more questions. Next week, same time, do be with us, please, for another Ready, Steady, Go. Until then, so long. Uh, what's all this, John? It's Peter Sellers. It has been a hard day's night. And I have been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. You know I work all day to get you money to buy you things. And it's worth it just to hear you say, you'll give me everything. That's why I love to come home. Cause when I get you alone, you know I feel okay. <laughs> when I'm home, everything seems to be right. When I'm home, feeling you, <laughs> holding me, Been a half day's night. And I have been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. Say, can you speak with an American accent, Paul? Can I? No. You can't. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
How about you, John? Do you do you speak American at all? Here's one. Yes, hello, how are you? Is that American? More Liverpool, I think. More West Coast, I think. Where is Liverpool? It's <laughs> in the northern part of England now. It is. Uh, okay. In fact, London's at the far south, you see. Uh-huh. And Liverpool's about halfway up, but it's called the north. Are you experts on accents? Not really, no. We can recognise them, though, We can recognise them anyway, yes. How, how are some of the accents? Could you show us? You've got the Cockney one, which is all... Uh, like that, and it's all right, isn't it? It's all right, isn't it? John, you? You got it? Yeah, I had, him, it. I had him half an hour ago, half John. Hour ago. It's all right, yeah. You all right, Paul? Then the Liverpool accent is a little bit different, like, like because you can't, you can't hardly understand us if it's very broad, like, but say, my Uncle Harry, like, has got a very strong Liverpool accent. It is the man from Capital. That's him, yeah. That's the fella. And then we get the other accent, which is the girls who go to the dance hall yeah. in Liverpool. Uh-huh. And it's a very strange accent, that, because it's all, uh, Hey, Paul, sing it for us, because it's Chris Nairine. <laughs> we went round to Little and Town all the other day. That's another one, you see. It's very, uh, there's many varied exactly accents. That's we've done. And you've got the Irish accent, which is just across the bay. I don't know, Paul, so much. In Edinburgh, they talk a bit like that, don't they? I know, they? it's wonderful, John. I like the way you say that. Uh, they don't exactly incline their voices so much as the rest of the Scots. Mm. But this voice definitely my Auntie Edie up there. You see, he's got an auntie up there, and she speaks rather like that. Uh. All right, then, Mark. How are you, then? <laughs> Then about uh, ten miles away from Liverpool, we have Wales. Oh, this is about songs. It was. It was originally about songs, but it's got onto accents. We ha- we've got Wales, and uh, they all talk like Hello, Hello there, love. It's absolutely lovely to see you. It's a very funny accent, that Can't is. Oh, dear, this LP. Think you've lost your love? Well, I saw her yesterday. It's you she's thinking of, and she told me what to say. She says she loves you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She loves you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She loves you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She said you hurt her so she almost lost her mind. Poor girl. And now she says she knows that you're not the hurting kind. She says she loves you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She loves you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She loves you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, what? it's up to you. Is it? I think it's only fair. True. Pride can hurt you too. Apologise to her. I will not. Because she loves you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. She loves you, Seamus. Does she? Oh, yeah. God, I love her too. Yeah. I do. She oh, does. God knows I love oh, her. Yeah. I do. I love that girl. Oh, God. I love that girl and I want to fuck her as quick as I can. When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. <laughs> He's got a good reason for taking the easy way out. He's got a good reason for taking the easy way out. Cause I'm a dead ripper A one-way ticket, yeah It took him so long To find out what he found out I'm a big teaser I took 
took him half the way there I'm a big teaser I took him half the way there Cause I'm a day tripper Sunday driver, yeah It took him so
She is happy just to hear me say that I will never leave her. She don't give boys the eye. She would never make me jealous. Gives me all her time as well as loving. Don't ask me why. She's a woman. She's a woman. She is a woman. She's really a woman.
London's most fashionable laboratory spot. Here, film stars rub shoulders with royalty in an atmosphere of cosmopolitan sophistication. Good evening. Uh, excuse me, sir. Are you a member? I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm from American Television. I'm doing an interview downstairs. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You must be a member to go in here. Would it help if I told you that I was the Duke and Duchess of Windsor? Oh, sorry, sir. I didn't recognize you, madam. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, sir, there is a five-pound waiting list. I understand. Yeah. That's one of the uh, blue ones. Right. But thank oh, you very much indeed. I love your Oxford sir. accent. Lovely. Follow your nose, sir. Thank you. And madam. <laughs> sailed the sea and he told us of his life in the land of submarines we all live in the yellow submarine yellow submarine yellow submarine stop the engines stop the engines <laughs> mr christian mr christian yes sir what do you want you're christian for you anything Go up on the deck and fix the mizzenmast. This is a submarine. You don't know there's no mizzenmast. I didn't even know it was mizzen. Captain, I think I'm getting something on the radio. Tiptoe through the poop deck. 
Change the killer cycles and start the engines. We are living your submarine, your submarine. Stop the engines. Lafitte, up your periscope. The periscope is up. What do you see? I see a sail. I see a sail. A sail? What kind of a sail? Bell Bottoms, 398. Hello, yellow submarine, captain speaking. Should two corned beef on rye up the room 303. Sorry, we don't deliver. Stop the engines! We are living yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Stop the engines! Captain, the, the crew's committing mutiny. Mutiny? Why? They say they're tired. They, they just said they're tired. Captain, I think I'm getting something on the Verschlugene radio. This is your flight, Captain. Fasten your seatbelts. We'll be landing in Miami in 10 minutes. Make that Havana in 30 minutes. Change the killer cycles and start the engines!
Alright, is this a take or what? Alright, okay, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. All that's good. It was 20 years ago today that Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. And they've been going in and out of style. But they're guaranteed to raise a smile. So may I introduce to you the act you've known for all these years. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Oh! Sing it, children. With Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Sit back and let the evening go Boys Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band It's wonderful to be here It's certainly a thrill Taxis appear on the shore, waiting to take you away. 
climb in the back with your head in the clouds and you go! Picture yourself on a train in a station with plasticine porters, with looking glass ties. Suddenly, someone is there at the turnstile. A girl with kaleidoscope I get high with a little help from my friends. I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Do you need anybody? I need somebody to love. Could it be anybody? I want somebody to love. What would you do if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out of key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends Yes, I get high with a little help from my friends Mmm, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends Do you need anybody? I need somebody to I just want somebody to love Oh, I get by with a little help for my friends Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help for my friends Yes, I get by Oh, I get Tiny Tim, play Tiny Tim. Not that you got to play. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Yeah. He's the greatest ever, man. He's great. Oh, you see if I ain't right, Kenny. Give us that rendition of this song. He's real. He's real, man. We saw him. He's like her, but he's much better. You can see him great. He's good. He's great. I mean, he's good with it. It's like it's a funny joke at first, but it's not really. He's real. It's and it's true. How old is he? Tiny Tim for president, or Tiny Tim for queen. Tiny Tim for president. Tiny Tim for queen. We have a special guest here this evening. Mr. Tiny Tim, I'd like to ask him to say a few words. 
Oh, hello to you nice Beatles. Uh, it's so wonderful. And what a thrill it is talking here uh, in Mr. Harrison's presence, Mr. Weiss's presence, and all his nice, wonderful friends. And the thing is, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you all and uh, a Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Tony. Right. Would you like to sing us a little song? Oh, I love Mr. Harrison. Here's a song I did in 1966 in front of Miss Jill for the first time. And I did this in Albert Hall, and what a thrill it was uh, to do this then and now. Exactly, I did it then. He's a Ooh. real Noel man living in his Noel land, making all his Noel plans. Nobody hasn't got a point of view, knows not where he's going to. Isn't he? God bless you, Tommy. God bless you. Their parents, all friends and relations, and all her colleagues at the BBC. Nepotrasm, that's what it is. If anyone else is getting married today, I'm sorry I couldn't fit you in, but, you know, we've got all these rebels to play and things. Here's a quick competition just before we close, ladies and gentlemen. See if you can guess what he's saying. I just couldn't understand it when I first heard it on the LP, so I listened again. I still can't understand it. Can, uh, BBC, can you tell me what the question is? Get a deuce of hair in jackboots and kill. I think he's gone, John Lennon. Yes, you know. yes, I'm gone, to go yes. Right, you ready, DLT? I've lost my shout. I've got oh. it under the desk somewhere. What a good you are. Hang about. Uh -huh. All right, I'll put it back here. You, you got it. Right. Ah, 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 don't, don't forget now. Yeah. <coughs> you shout him down. Yeah. Fungus yeah. among us. You revolting fungus. American, you. Yeah? Re you revolting American. You revolting American, Kenny. Yeah. Burke. Yeah, right in the corner. American the corner. Burke. What you, you we're going to shout you out now. Right. Eh? <coughs> <coughs> <Hey? Well. laughs> <laughs> you revolting American, you! This is James Paul McCartney, Upper 5B, saying that. Kenny Everett yes. is just about one of the finest disc jockeys in the world, as disc jockeys go, aren't you, Kenny? Oh, you're lovely. Yes. While sitting at my piano one day, a magical thought came my way to write a number for the BBC. Well, 
Have you ever wondered how they record records? I mean, there's so much going on in that little groove. I wonder if you've ever thought how they all put it together. Well, Kenny knows. Yes, first of all, they get the basic voice. Half of what I say is meaningless. But I say it just to reach you, Julia. And when they've got all that down, uh, then they put on a little bit of guitar, you see, to add a little fatness to it. But I say it just to reach you, Julia. And then they think, hmm, you sound a bit better with a bit of harmony there, John, so they stick a bit of that on, too. But I say it just to reach you, Julia. And they think, hmm, there's a few freaky people out there. Better phase it a bit, eh? And I think it still doesn't sound any better, so how about a bit of reverb? No, it's still not right. I know. Ha-ha! Piece of piano. Yes, piano also saves the day. Yes, piano, please. A bit of orchestration? Right. Decide that it would sound better with just the piano. No, a bit faster than that, I think, yeah. Oh, how about piano by mouth? And the rest of the record that goes with it? Hi. <laughs> if you watched our show last week, you saw the Beatles singing Hey Jude. And if you also watched the show the week before, you didn't see Har Harry Belafonte singing Please Don't Stop the Carnival, which has nothing to do with the fact that the Beatles will now sing Revolution. Or does it? Don't you know It's gonna be all right, it's gonna be all right. You say you want a revolution, well, you know. We all want to change the world. You tell me that it's evolution, well, you know. We all want to change the world But when you talk about destruction Don't you know that you can count me out Don't you know it's gonna be Alright It's gonna be all right. All right. 
Sundance, don't you realize at high noon the wild bunch is coming in? They're gonna string you up by the neck. They're gonna riddle you with bullets. You got a chance to prove once and for all who's top gun hereabouts. What do you say? How about Hasta La Vista, baby? You mean the man who was once the terror of El Paso is gonna turn tail and run? That's me, the Yellow Rose of Texas. But the people want you, Sundance. I didn't hear about any election. Who elected me? Silent majority. While they're silently voting, why don't I silently sneak away? Now, wait a minute. That doesn't sound like the Sundance Kid. Sounds more like Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> Dakota, there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. One day my woman ran off with another guy. Hit young Rocky in the eye. Rocky didn't like that. He said, I'm gonna get that boy. So one day he walked into town. local saloon. Ten tootsies. It's what's up front. Oh. 
But you can call me Nancy. <laughs> or Bruce. <laughs> oh. Now she and her man, who called himself Dan, were in the next room at the... Owlman left and dosey down, swing a pot of gold go. He burst in, Dan Green in a grin. He said, Danny boy. Danny boy. Danny boy. Danny boy. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes I call him. From Glen to Glen. No, no, it's Danny Boy. This is the showdown. Oh, that one. <laughs> Danny Boy, this is the showdown. But Daniel was hot. Is it too late for the Emmys? <laughs> now the doctor came in, post-stinking of gin. And proceeded to lie on the table. You see it, Rocky, you met your match. Oh, Doc, it's only a scratch, and I'll be better. I'll be better as soon as I'm able.
Dr. Maxwell, a small-time quack who became a big-time specialist, turning ugly old corrupt people into handsome young corrupt people. Studied pataphysical science in the home. Late night, all alone with a tattoo. <laughs> Maxwell Edison, majoring in medicine, calls her on the phone. Can I take you out to the pictures, Joe? <laughs> But as she's getting ready to go. A knock comes on the door Bang, bang, Maxwell's silver hammer came down upon her head Bang, bang, Maxwell's silver hammer made sure that she was dead Back in school again, Maxwell plays the fool again Teacher gets annoyed, wishing to avoid an unpleasant scene. <laughs> She tells Max to stay when the class has gone away, so he waits. Writing fifty times, I must not be so. <laughs> But when she turns her back on the boy, he creeps up from behind. Bang, bang, Maxwell's silver hammer came down upon her head. Bang, bang, Maxwell's silver hammer made sure she was dead. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the film, has just been released. Have you seen it yet? No, no. I'm not going to see it. Everybody tells me it's awful. Well, a lot of people have said it's awful. Um, I mean, the thing is, how much control, if any, did you have over it? I mean, the fact that it's We didn't have any, any control. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of Beatle things, you know, like John Paul, Birds, Ringo, Ted, and right. uh, Ringo. And Sergeant Pepper, all kinds of different things like that, which um, I think because the Fab Four were split, you know, and all over the world, then it was pretty easy for people just to go and do anything like that. But uh, all they needed was um, the songs, really. Right. And uh, most of the songs were uh, were owned by ATV yeah. uh, Music, so... So it was pretty easy, you know, people to do that. But I don't think they're really supposed to do that. In fact, I think now we've just got together a, a group of people to go and sue them all. Explain <laughs> it. <laughs> There have been continued allegations that Ruttle Corps is going bankrupt. Eric Manchester, the Ruttle's press agent, are these allegations true? No, no. No, they're, uh, they're conjecture, you know. They're, they're sort of rumour. I think you'll find that where you get success, you'll always find this sort of rumour. No. So the stories of the theft, they're not true also? Uh, no, they're greatly exaggerated, greatly exaggerated. Uh, it's bad, you know, things are going. But uh, nothing like the rate that, that people indicate. The trouble is that people feel, because, because these boys are the Ruttles, people can come in and just help themselves to whatever they want, and this is just not on. And we're putting a stop to this, and we are doing, you know, it, it, it's almost dried up. Uh, things have gone. 
I won't deny it. Television sets. The odd car belonging to the company has, uh, has disappeared. But uh, it's not extreme, you know. Although, I did come in once. I found that my office had been nicked. Mm. But it had been nicked by, uh, by Ron Decline, who we'd called in to stop this sort of uh, flow of goods from the building. So that was all right. Mm. So once you see this stuff, do you feel that Ruttle Cole will continue into the future? Absolutely. I feel that once we've put a stop to this sort of bit of petty pilfering, Ruttle Cole will last for a very, very, very... The Warner Brothers, Stan and Reg, proudly present the Prefab Four, the semi-legendary Ruttles who made the 60s what they are today. New from Warner Brothers, 14 great tracks, 20 full-color pages of their lives, their loves, their music, their trousers, all on Warner Brothers. Living in hope, living in hope, living in hope. 
are sitting in the very... This is the very room. <laughs> the very room where it happened. You know, the double fantasy was brought alive, or, as it were, in his very bloody room, wasn't it, dear? Yes, yes, exactly. Dear. You're wasted, Mr. Lennon, you're wasted. I love faulty towers. I'd like to be in that, you know. Would you? I mean, part of me would sooner have been a comedian. You know, I just don't have the guts to stand up and do it, but I'd love to be in the Monty Python. Yeah. You know, rather than the Beatles, That's the thing in a that way. saved us, the or fact the goons, that he's yeah. funny... And he says, I'm funny, so we both <laughs> make each other laugh in a way. Faulty Towers is the greatest show I've seen in years. They have it over here now. God, it's great. I mean, what a guy. He's great. And I saw him explaining how it, he only gets half an hour to do it and produce it once a week. But what a masterpiece. What a beautiful thing. And we now have a new one called Not the Nine O'Clock News, which runs on a Monday night while the Nine O'Clock News is running on BBC One. Not, oh, not great. The nine news. Well, it'll come up. Mm. Public TV here buys them all. You see, we get all the masterpiece series stuff. We've cried our way through, what? what is it, Lydia? Oh, oh and, yes. Uh, well, everything, all those series, mm. we watch them all. It's beautiful stuff, you know. And I see all the English countryside, you see, and then I think, oh, this saves getting on the plane, you know, <laughs> and there it is, all green and wet, and it looks beautiful. It's voyeurism, it's just sort of being in England without being there.
like to take this opportunity to apologize to John Lennon and Paul McCartney. We're sorry.
free and welcome to rock and roll and then some. Our guest today is here because this is the 20th anniversary of the Beatles' invasion of America. His name is Clarence Walker, and he claims that he conceived the group's image and wrote most of the music, and was in fact the fifth Beatle and head singer before being kicked out of the group in 1963. Hello, Clarence. Welcome. Hello, man. So, you invented the Beatles. Yeah, man, I was ripped off by the whole group, and the whole group got a behind kick and coming to him when I see him. I've been looking for them boys since 1963, and that's why they got that around-the-clock security and them gates around the house, because they know that when Clarence Walker find them, he's going to take a chunk out there behind. Clarence, can you prove you were the fifth Beatle? Yes, I can prove it, man, and um, I suggest you take that sarcasm out your voice, all right, because I'm serious. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clarence. It just the whole thing seems so absurd. Yeah, well, then say it seems absurd then, man. Don't patronize me, all right? Because I'll kick your behind right here on national television. <laughs> I was the fifth Beatle. I have proof. All right, what is that proof, Clarence? Well, here's a photograph of us back in 1962 before they kicked me out of the group. <laughs> you see that? That's John. That's Ringo. That's me in the middle. That's me, Clarence. That you, yeah. That's George. And that's Paul. Well, now, I never heard any saxophone. I see you're holding a saxophone there. I never heard any sax on any early Beatle music. You crazy, man. Most of them early songs were mostly sax, man. But they stole it from me. What they did, they took my voice out, they took the saxophone out, and was gone, all right? I did most of the lead vocal, vocals, too. But I'm going to tell you something. When I see them boys, I'm going to put my foot so deep in them, their breath goes smell like shoe polish. <laughs> Well, can you, can you give us an example of what you wrote and what they changed? Yes, I can. She Loves You was originally titled, She Loves You, Man. <laughs> and Help was originally titled, Help Me, Man. And She Got a Ticket to Ride was originally, She Got a Ticket to Ride and the Bitch Don't Care, Man. Well, Clarence, what about their clothing and the way they wore their hair? All that is my idea. I molded those boys. I was the most dominant one. See, that's the way we were described back then. John was the wise guy, Paul was the cute one, George was the quiet one, and Ringo was the shy one. And Clarence was the most dominant one. I molded the boys. In the beginning, they used to do everything that I did. In fact, here's a picture of us back in 61 when they was called the Clarences. Can you get that? See, that's me right there. And that's George. That's John. That's Rango and that's Paul. We just, I told them how to pick their afros and everything out, man. Paul still used afro sheen because of me. Well, this is astonishing. I wonder if you have any of your uh, early jam sessions. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I brought some of the early music, and I have it in a medley form so you can listen to it. You can hear us in our original jam session. This is the original beat is here. Listen up. To love you, to love me do. And I will always, always be true. If you just give your love to me and always remember to just love me do. So sexy. Clarence, I gotta tell you, I really didn't approve anything. I mean, you get to dub that over. I'm sorry. I didn't dub that over, man. That's the original music. If you want to hear something else, just to prove that they stole it from me and they know that they ripped me off, I can play this thing backwards and you can hear them talking about it. You hear John Lennon. I play it in reverse. Listen very close. Listen. Hey, Paul, let's get rid of Clarence and steal all his good ideas. <laughs> You convinced me, and I hope you get everything that you deserve. Well, thanks a lot, man. You see, I don't want much. I'm very modest, man. You know, all I want to do is get my rent straight, get my hair together. All I need is about seven grand, $7,200 to get straight. That's all I want. I ain't greedy. About seven grand is all I need. Seven grand is all I need. Oh, well, that's it. Thank you, But they Clarence. got behind kickings coming to me. Good luck to you. This is Buzzy I want free. you to know, a Good chunk night. out of each of yours behind. Just let me hear something.
sitting in an English garden waiting for the sun. If the sun don't come, you get your time from standing in the English rain. Suppose we could wrap this up by asking the boys very briefly, have you got a word of advice for somebody who's starting out in show business? I'll come to you later, not, not, not yet, the boys first. Help! Job. <laughs> Get a job, help. What do you say, Ringo? Keep best trying. of luck. Do your best, you know. Ask oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about a word of advice from Mr. Kenneth Dodd? Then? Well, I think the best anybody starting out in show business, uh, is that a serious question? Yes, uh, serious. I think anybody starting out in show business should be like the Beatles and be original. That's the thing. I think originality oh is the uh, is the secret of success. Okay, boys. Thank you. Thank very, you. very thank much. You. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Kenny.
I wish you luck with the new album. Thanks George, a lot. Thank you very Thanks. much. Thank you. Safe driving. Okay, seatbelts. And being that nostalgia. Sergeant Pepper's Not So Lonely Hearts Club Band. See ya.